Good afternoon, everyone. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. 1 Chronicles 16, verse 29. What a blessing it is that we can join together to ascribe to our Lord the glory and honor he is due. On behalf of the Church Council, I would like to welcome all the guests joining us this afternoon. Uh, Church Council has the following announcements. This afternoon's worship service will be led by Tim Van Beek, theological student at the Canadian Reformed Theological Seminary. In preparation for worship, we will praise our God with the singing of Hymn 44, stanzas 1, 2, and 5. Let us rise and lift up our hearts to the Lord. Let us begin this worship service this afternoon by together confessing our dependence upon the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Amen. Receive now the greeting of our God. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth. Amen. Let us respond to God's greeting by singing the words of Psalm 108, the stanzas 1 and 2.
Let us now together with all, the church of all ages sing the Apostles' Creed as we have it in hymn one. Congregation, to ask for a blessing over the proclamation of the word, let us come before God in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, eternal and merciful God, we come before you this afternoon in humility. We are honored to be in your presence, and we thank you, Lord, that you have received us on the merits of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We ask for a blessing over your word this afternoon as we hear it read and proclaimed. Lord, in your perfect wisdom, this is how you have chosen to reveal yourself to us. Help us never to take it for granted. Help us to continue meeting together as you have commanded, and more and more as we see the final day approaching. And help us to keep your word open throughout our lives, that we might always find wisdom and help in times of need. Your word is a lamp to our feet, which reveals to us your Son, Jesus Christ, who came down from heaven to become a man for our sake and who will return on the great and final day to judge the living and the dead, as we have just confessed. Lord, give us the gift of faith, love, and hope in increasing measure that we might honor you in all that we do. Clear our minds and our hearts this morning to receive your word. Help us to think clearly. Give us hearts that are humble and enable us by your Holy Spirit that our praise might be acceptable to you. All this we ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. This afternoon, we will consider one of the final exhortations of the Apostle Paul in his first letter to the Thessalonians. There, Paul deals directly with the day of the Lord, which is a reference to the final judgment day. 
The day when Christ will come, as we confessed in the Apostles' Creed, when he will come as judge over living, all the living and the dead. And in that passage, in 1 Thessalonians 5, Paul uses three analogies which he derives from the words of Jesus. We have them recorded in Matthew 24. So we'll read first from Matthew 24, the verses 3 to 8, as well as 36 to 44. And then for our text, we will read 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 1 to 11. So Matthew 24, the verses 3 to 8. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. And they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. And then we will turn to the verses 36, verse 36 to 44. But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. For as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day when Noah entered the ark, and they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken and one left. Two women will be grinding it at the mill, one will be taken and one left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Thus far, we'll respond to the reading of God's Word by singing Psalm 27, the stanzas 1 and 6. <laughs> 